Show them the picture that you made with a hole in Echo's mouth. When? So you could have him love you. I'm gonna cut that part out. Oh. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Broverwatch Podcast. My name is Adam Cook, and as always, I am joined by the boy, the legend, <laughs> Calder Amos Wood. Calder. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How, How are, are you? you? Whoa. We're like a hive mind. I'll answer <laughs> first. Bad. I was just on the bus for 40 minutes longer than I needed to be. You should have killed the bus driver and... Taking his body down to Missoula. Yeah, I should have done that. Uh, how about you? Now you answer. How are you? I'm fine. I have test tomorrow. Single test tomorrow. On what? It's fucking. Oh, oh, you should be good at that. Got him. Am I right, though? <laughs> nah, I'm wrong. Anyway, everybody, this is the Overwatch Podcast, a podcast where two little boys talk about the Overwatch League and uh, discuss it together. What is it? My overuse of the word "boy." No, please don't call me a little boy. All right, we're one little boy and one big boy. Uh, Talk about (laughs) the Overwatch League, Um, and we had a doozy of a week, did we not? A little bit. A bit of a doozy was, of a week. It was a half doozer. Um, I've how many doozers on a scale from one to ten would you say this is? This past week, week three, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd give it like a an eight doozer. An eight doozer. Wow. Yeah, it was like an eight doozer for me. It was pretty good. Yeah, there were some good good times, um, and we're gonna talk about it. Uh, I was actually listening to a bit of our podcast from last week where we celebrated having 50 episodes but we were talking and uh you and i were kind of like uh uh we don't really like goats and it's not entertaining but i was listening back to it and i'm like yes it is it is entertaining Goats is entertaining or goats itself isn't entertaining but we were like there have been no good games that is false a lot of these games have been good. From week one till now, there have been some great games. Even though it is GOATS, there's some... Yeah, I don't really remember saying that. I think you're just making that up. Listen, literally listen to the first 10 seconds of the podcast. Nah. Last week. Uh, anyway, so what we're going to do this week, rather than go through every single game, because that'll take way too long, and mm-hmm. not every single game was good, um, we're... Each gonna... Honestly, most of them aren't even worth it, baby. We are each going to uh, talk about two teams. We each have brought two teams to the table today. Two teams to the table with Timmy Boy Tom. T-T-T. So many T's. Uh, so yeah, we've each brought uh, two teams to the table today. And what we're going to talk about him. What are you saying right now? You and I are two tall Todds, and we've brought two teams to the table today to talk about. 
are you going to be done at some point? Or well, I was about to, and then you asked what I was doing, so I had to repeat myself. So we're uh, each going to... We each have a reason for each team and why we should talk about them and highlight them, and we're going to talk about it, and that's the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, new brand, uh, not... <laughs> Nah, it's the same podcast. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening right now. Uh, so, what's done, your first you team? Whatever this is? What's your first okay. team? First team, I'm going to talk about... Shit, I opened the wrong window. Uh, is the Soul Dynasty. Okay. Now, I'd like to preface this uh, by saying something I wrote up before. That has several spelling mistakes in it. Stage 2 meta could shift dramatically if they decide to play on the latest PTR patch. So we're just talking about GOATs right now. And as most of you know, the latest patch is heavily against GOATs. So a lot could change if they decide to play on that in the coming stages. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, That said, this bad stage for teams could really ruin their chances of doing well yeah so going into soul what are they doing even <laughs> like what is happening it's almost like they're not good they've never really had a good time and Since... it doesn't even seem like they're having fun together yeah 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 which is kind of a big problem. <laughs> Whenever I've watched them, I'm like, I feel like they're doing this. Like, I know it is their job. But at least, like, you watch other teams and it's like, it's their job, but they enjoy the game and they're having fun. Yeah. With, and they're like, with oh, Soul, they're all teammates and stuff. It very much seems like they're all in it for the business, which is weird. Yeah. Like, they've got three superstars. Um, two of Fleta, Ryu Jehong, Fissure. Two of which were MVP candidates mm. last season. Which two? Flood and Fisher. Okay. I, I was I genuinely wasn't um, sure. I knew Fisher, but I didn't know which of the other two. Oh yeah, Flood was he got a couple votes in there. Nice. He's probably like seventh or eighth, maybe. Um But they just can't seem to play well. Mm. Which is a big problem because um, the point of playing in the league is to do well and then mm. uh, win. But they're not really winning. So it seems like they can't really play GOATs and there's just some sort of thing that hasn't clicked in their team composition. Now, I looked up some stats mm. uh, to try and further this point. Uh, Fissure is 122nd in deaths per 10 minutes, which is... Like, the higher the number is, the higher the amount of deaths, just so everyone knows. He dies first 12% of the time, and he has a 1.19 kill-to-death ratio. Um, and accounts for 20.5% of the team's deaths. A lot of dying. Mm. Okay? You need your main tank to actually be alive. Important. It's good to have him alive. And it's, it doesn't really seem like Fisher's staying alive that well. Um, there's about tw- 30 people above him in first deaths, but they're all on not good teams. Such as? Washington. 
You went with the one safe answer. <laughs> Valiant. Ooh. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, hung 65th in deaths per 10 minutes. Dies for 8.5% of the time. 0.93 KD. Now, Fissure having a low KD, that's kind of alright. He's a main tank. Ryuji Hong is playing Zen, which is one of the um, characters that you kind of expect to get a fair amount of kills. Mm. And I have an opinion on that, which we'll get to in a second. I know. I know he plays a different style than Jonak and whatever. But he's also a very important part of the team, and he's uh, dying a lot. Mm. And it's hard to win. Like I said before, uh, when you're dead. What were you going to say about the... About the Zen thing? Uh, I saw a post on uh, this little website called thereddit.com. And uh, someone... called the Reddit. Mm. Uh, (laughs) So they... uh, This post was talking about, can we please... Uh, stop comparing every single Zen player to Jonak. And uh, they were talking about how, like, anytime any Zen does anything, it's like, oh, bringing out his inner Jonak, or like, oh, here are his stats compared to Jonak, or, ooh, that's something Jonak would, wouldn't do. And it's like, why can't you just judge them based on their ability? And what you said kind of reminded me of that, because it was like, Zen... Before Jonak wasn't really seen as like the the Rambo friggin' Terminator murder machine, and then Jonak blew up and was nuts, and now everyone expects Zen's to be crazy good, like crazy killability. Yeah, the only thing here is it's um a neg like it's under one, so yeah. Like, he's not even trading his life. Yeah. He's just dying. Yeah. Uh, then we go on to Fleta, who mainly plays Zarya for them. 60th in deaths, a little better. Best out of the the bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, dies for 7.5% of the time. Uh, has a 1.67 KD. Which, uh, if you think about it in the context of a team fight feels kind of low because Zarya is the main damage outputter for um, a goat's comp. Mm -hmm. And Zarya is also one of the most important pieces in uh, running the goat's comp because if Zarya dies first, whoever Zarya dies first usually loses. Because they don't really have 5% win rate when Zarya dies first. I think it's actually up to like 7.8% now. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, and then you've got Munchkin who dies first 9.5% of the time and then a 0.87 KD. And this is kind of who Soul plays all the time. Mm-hmm. And they're not doing well. Yeah. And I think it's just a, a loss in team synergy. Mm-hmm. Because it just seems like Fissure's trying to be more aggressive than uh, Soul is everyone else is. Good at doing. I, yeah. yeah. He, 
Soul's ver- or uh, Fisher's very aggressive boy, but it seems like Soul has always been like slow and methodical kind of play style. Mm-hmm. Like they go, okay, okay, there's one we're gonna do, Angel. You know what I mean? But then Fisher is just like, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, which works sometimes, but when you don't have a team behind you that is able to pump your butt with a crazy amount of healing, then it's it, yeah. Not gonna work. Now, here's the weird part. They have a losing record right now. Which <laughs> is it is I think two or three. Yeah, two to three. But they have a fifty three percent win uh in team fights. Which yeah. is strange because that should mean that they're winning, but it's likely that they're just not winning the fights that they need to win to actually win, if that makes sense. And their map differential is a straight zero. Yeah. And a sea of red. Mm-hmm. So they're they're not so, doing absolute trash. Yeah. It's just they can't seem to win games. You know that uh, they should they should be higher than uh two to three. You know that Eric Andre meme where mm-hmm. he's screaming let me in? Mm-hmm. Someone posted that to Reddit with uh, the gate he's trying to get into being playoffs and Soul being Eric Andre. Because that seems to be how it was every stage last season. And it seems to just be repeating itself this season. Is the team cursed? I don't think so, but maybe. I did put a hex on them at the start of season one. Uh, But another thing is... Everyone still like still kind of has the lunatic high hype behind them, but there's only one member on there. Isn't it just Ryu Jehan? Yeah, so it's like people just gotta let go of the fact that that's lunatic high because it's not anymore. It's yeah, not. it's lunatic high in sort Disguise. of name, kind of. So it's like, I think, like, <laughs> I would love do. Toronto Defiant and Soul face off against each other this Not stage? this stage. No. Because no. that's something I'd be interested just... to know. Who's better? Or who like performs better? It would. Ju- I think that would just be interesting because Toronto is a full Korean team that, you know, people kind of... I'll talk about this in a sec. But uh, didn't think would be that great and are actually performing quite well. Whereas Seoul is a team full korean team that everyone thought was going to perform great and they aren't yeah so that's that's why i'd find that interesting my last thing on soul is just looking ahead at this week mm-hmm. so they played the justice this week uh and then london next week so the justice they should win if they don't win then that um, then that tells a lot <laughs> yeah and then london probably not I'd Probably say that's about a sixty forty for London, maybe seventy thirty. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't look like they're going to make stage playoffs. No, because they'd have to win both with a fairly large map differential. Yeah. To make it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe the meta shifts going uh, into stage two, and Soul can play their more two two two. Where if Fleta can, can play Fara all day, then they win. Yeah, like if you can get Fleta back on DPS, uh, and then Fissure playing as like aggressive monkey again, 
this team should be okay, but they're kind of shitting the bed right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Agreed. And I think you do know what I'm saying. I know exactly what you're saying. Why do you why do you why do you think my bed is brown? I have brown sheets. That was a not good That's joke. That's disgusting. That was a... Why would you buy brown sheets? No, like it looks Is it to mask your shit stains? It's dark brown sheets with a light brown comforter and then wood like light wood paneling. So I was like it's got like a bamboo jungle vibe, you know? Like also, the Overwatch League website's down. I'm on it right now. It's down for me. It's not down for me. So, mm, I win. Maybe I'm getting cucked. Speaking of getting cucked, the Houston Outlaws have been getting <laughs> cucked like crazy, and this all started when the Toronto Defiant faced up against them. Toronto <laughs> Defiant is the team I'm going to discuss. You probably thought I was going to talk about the Outlaws. All I have to say about them is, please, <laughs> please, Please, um, please sign Sleepy. That's what I'll say, because he's not doing jack squat on the. Did you see the? Shot. There was a clip that was posted on r slash cow of uh, Sleepy talking about Violet. Yeah, Violet, and he's like, "Ooh, more damage, damage, stats, stats." And then I looked at their damage and stats, or deaths and stats and stuff. So Violet dies less than one time more per 10 minutes but the shock have been doing very well yeah here's the thing everyone in the comments of that was like sleepy's good but violet's yeah. better <laughs> stats don't speak to everything so they don't anyway uh the outlaw should sign him uh anyway i'm gonna talk about <laughs> toronto defiant um because like I was saying earlier, no one re <clears throat> they're kind of like the weird ones. No one's really talking at all about Toronto ever. Mm -hmm. No one was talking about them preseason. Is there even a Toronto Defiant subreddit? I know there's a subreddit for most. Toronto Defiance fans are dedicated. There just aren't much of them. So there probably is one. But, uh, oh, that mechanical keyboard. Mmm, boy. Um, there's 529 subscribers. That's not bad. Uh,. Yeah. But Toronto has always kind of been the afterthought team. No one's really been thinking about them at all. Um, their logo is cool but generic. Their name is cool but generic. Their color scheme is cool. Uh, generic. <laughs> sure. But it's a little generic. It's, it's the little, same as it's it's pretty much the same as uh, Atlanta. But um. He, here's the thing everyone even when we did our power rankings we ranked them pretty low uh, I forget where exactly we ranked them but we ranked them pretty low and that was because we we looked and said and I quote it looks like they kind of got a couple B team players from other teams they got the rejects of some other teams is what we said yeah with Envy and Neko um, I don't think Neko's quite a reject, but Envy kind of was. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we pretty much said it was the B team and that yeah. they were not going to do very well. Uh, and then they came out, crushed Houston, and everyone was like, oh, well, maybe they just crushed Houston because Houston always chokes. It's trash. Oh. Uh, 
And then they lost to Atlanta. Um, but it was not a stomp. It was pretty mm-hmm. close. Um, then they beat the Valiant. And at the time, everyone thought that was a big surprise. Now, looking at it, everyone's just like, Valiant's trash. But, yeah, we'll talk about that a little later. Um, we'll also talk about Atlanta a little later. Spoiler alert, now you know the whole podcast. Um, and, and then they took a map from New York, which is when I think people started to pay attention. And then they beat Boston this week. Which isn't the most impressive win, but it's a win. It was at the time, which was when this week. Boston? Yes. Because Boston, Boston's been pretty good. People have been looking at Boston in week one and two as like potentially top tier. Like uh, people were looking at New York, Vancouver, Paris, Boston as the best goats teams. Um, and then Toronto. Oh, things have changed. And Toronto just did a big. I mean, New York and Vancouver still on top, but uh, Toronto kind of just did a big poo poo on Boston. Um, they did not, Boston did not look good. Yeah. Uh, Neko would, Neck. they showed, they literally showed a final blows on aim god stat for Neko. Cause Neko just kept getting final blows on aim god and then putting down the <coughs> Boston uprising spray and teabagging it. <laughs> and it was amazing. As a sportsman does. As a sportsman does. He did tweet later saying, I still love all the Boston kids. Um, it was just in good fun. Didn't you say it was an accident? <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. He also used <laughs> he also used the Boston spray in the game against New York. So like, I think he accidentally hadn't like unequipped the Boston spray and realized it in the game against New York. It's been eight months. I know, but like, I think he just didn't realize it in the New York game, and then it was like, oh. It would be funny if I used it against Boston. So I I believe him that it was an accident, but not in the Boston game. I think he knew well what he was doing. But, um, yeah, Toronto's... Me? Toronto's been doing very well. And um, it's weird. I kind of have... You make fun of me for not committing to one team. Yeah, because you're a little flip-floppy flip-flop bitch. Uh, But here's the thing. I'll always be dedicated to my Houston boys because I cheered for them last season and I really just want them to do well even though things look dire. Uh, and I, I'm i loving Atlanta. They're just so fun to watch. They're so fun to watch. That I don't know. I don't know what to say other than that. A little clippy-dippy over-the-roof graviton surge. Yeah, oh. and like Dogman's trash talking. Did you hear about that? No. He, he yelled during the paris game oh, after yeah. a map he like pulled his mic away and yelled cruise is a feeder and then the whole crowd went nuts uh and apparently when he when they played against philly and lost against philly he like Dogman was shaking neptuno's hand i forget what he said i think he said like you're a thrower or no <laughs> he said uh oh yeah he said we just far or you just got farmed is what he said. <laughs> and, it's, and Neptuno was like, he Dude, lost. <laughs> so that's respect if he can trash talk when he loses. Anyway, I'm not talking about Atlanta right respect, now. But... I think it's just funny. Because uh, trash talking while you lose shows that you, it's not personal when you trash talk when you win. You know what I mean? Um, 
but uh, I'm not talking about Atlanta right now. I'm talking about Toronto. But what I was saying is those two were kind of my, my goes. And I was like, man, I want to cheer for Toronto because, like, we live near Toronto and they're kind of like the most local team. But You just don't have enough room on your little flippy floppy little bitch board that you have. Well, then I was like, they, they're not going to do very well. So, and now they're doing pretty well. So, expert and, analysis from Adam. <laughs> we're going to do gonna, well. They're not going to do well, but not to do well. Not to do well. But the other thing was, I looked at the team and I was like, there's not much personality here. Like, I, I don't feel like I could fall in love with this team. But watching the games against New York and Boston this week made me realize that the team actually has a lot of personality with Neko and Envy. And, like, Roki is, like... So I think that if Toronto keeps this up, I think they can do it well. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. So they, their games next week are against Chengdu, which should be a win unless Chengdu pulls out some crazy ball. Uh, and then against Huangzhou, I'm actually interested to see that. The Spark, because they... The Spark have been a weird team. They're the most middle team, I think. They're the most middle team. Well, they, they've had good weeks, and then they've had bad weeks. And it's just been like, who are these? Who's this? What is this team? I think... Are they good? Are they better? Are they just good enough? I think playing Gushue, because they did that this previous week, they played more Gushue instead of No Smite, and it proved to be quite good. So, hopefully, with that new That's surprising, the vision. main tank that carried um, <laughs> the team China. China to the World Cup. There's yeah, but a it's lost to the shock. Get, get fucked. But he was kind of just signed on as their like token Chinese player because they're a Chinese team, and then they were like, "Oh wait, he's actually good." <laughs> um, so that'll that'll decide a lot too. And those are the last two of their games. So honestly, I see them being in the stage playoffs because they're already Hangzhou. No, Toronto. Oh, because they face. They face Chengdu and Hangzhou. Those are their only two games, and they're currently in the stage playoffs cutoff. Yeah. So I see Toronto in the in the stage playoffs. The only thing that um, I tweeted this out today. The only thing that could maybe hurt Toronto is if Paris does well because they didn't do well last week. But if they it's their first week with two games and they're playing two hard opponents, so if they do well this week, they'll have a I think they have a pretty easy week next week. Yeah. So Or no, they don't. It's against Vancouver and San Fran. No, not not like this coming week, but the one after that. They play Washington and <laughs> Philly. So yeah, that's So if they can get through this week like with one and one, I could see them ending around the same place as Toronto. One and one? Okay, which of the two will do you think the they're more likely to beat Vancouver or Shock? Probably shock. You just say things so that you can try and get me to say this the shock are gonna lose. Hey, I was hyping the shock up all off season and you got that, angry at that and now you're getting angry I didn't at get me. Angry. Yeah. Th- I just don't know which team to pick for you. What do I don't you know mean? which team to insult for you. Because there's so many. Three. Also I, I'd have to insult half the league to make a joke at you. I have to go through. Oh, oh, are you a Guangzhou fan now? Oh, do you like the Philadelphia Fusion? I oh, just is li- space your new favorite player. 
It's um no, you're the space fanboy. If there's anyone who's a space fanboy. Anyway, it's, it's almost like I Indy. just in, it's almost like I in, Oh my god. His first name is Indy, like Indiana Jones. Anyway, it's almost like I just enjoy watching the game. <laughs> Uh, so what's Sorry, your I'm second team? Sick. What's your second team? Oh, we done with Toronto? Yeah. I just think they're going to do pretty you. well. They're a good team. I think they're a stubborn middle of the pack. Yeah. Like higher middle of the pack team. Mm. Anyway, my second team is the Valiant. <laughs> oh, disgusting Wow-wee. is what I would say. It's a big How do you go from finishing top four in three stages... Going to the playoffs to literally not winning a game. Being the top in your division. Yeah. To not winning a game after and having a worse record or an equal record to the Washington Justice. A team that is really bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. My nose is stuffy. It's all good. Uh yeah. They look lost. Kind of, just like the Justice do. But here's the thing. Iziaki is amazing. He's been one of the best Zens in the league statistically and kind of teamwork-wise, too. Uh, Agilities has equal stats to a Zen player, but he's playing Brigida, and it's very impressive. Like, he has 10,000 healing per 10 minutes, which is insane. Yeah. There's not really another Brigida player that does that. And they have supposedly one of the best tank lines in the league. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But But it doesn't seem like those two can really play goats. Like, it seems like Fury's a little too aggressive, too. Fate. Um, Kareev also gets his grabs eaten quite a bit. (laughs) Like another man we might mention on this podcast. Named Sinatra. He gets his grabs eaten sometimes. Uh, Every time. They, this team went from being one of the best teams in the world, having one of the best tank lines in the world, to being just trash, kind of. Yeah, it's interesting how they were a top team known for having a great tank line, and now there's a tank-centered meta, and they're mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. And then we also... Oh, fuck, what was I going to say? They play Kuki over Custa a lot. Oh, yeah, that's weird. And they said that Custa's too big brain for goats. Um, don't know what that means. Custa's just too busy doing his news show on their YouTube channel. <laughs> Custa has to research a news. A news. Who says that? Stupid. Huh. Uh, so they play the Fusion in Houston this week. Two games. One of which... Is a gimme? A, no. One of which they have a higher chance of winning, but still they're, there's a chance they just don't win either. Yeah. Uh, and that's their last two games of the stage. And that means they basically kind of fucked themselves for playoffs. Yeah. Because they've lost seven games if they lose these two, which is a quarter of the season. Yeah. Which is a big deal. Like I'm assuming they're gonna have to be Can I make above... a prediction right now? 
Yeah. They've already lost more games than New York will lose all season. And pro- I'm going to guess Vancouver as well. Yeah. Well, I would agree with that. And I'm assuming that you'll need at least a two or three uh, wins above 500 record to make it into the playoffs, like, firmly, not, like, sneak in, like, the shot cut of last year. Or the Houston should have, could have. Yeah. Like, I I just don't really see a road for this team to Valiant's only well. chance is to maybe barely squeeze into the wild card. Mm-hmm. And that's, Pretty much. That's basically barring a meta change. Like, Oh, yeah. Meta would have to change for that to happen because I don't think they're winning well, here's that the many games in a GOAT-centered. If meta. this upcoming patch uh, makes it a little more DPS-centric, because what I've heard a lot of pros saying is it's lessening the power of GOATs, but GOATs is still good. It's like still an option, which I think is perfect because you don't want to just eliminate GOATs because yeah. I think it's nice to have that as a possible, like as an option. But just mm-hmm. it be it's the only option right now, kind of. Yeah. Um. So I think Valiant could prosper in a more DPS centric uh, meta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing with that though is, like, they don't really have a one of the best DPS cores in the. Agility's maybe. good. KSF, we've heard he's good, mm-hmm. but we haven't he really has- seen it. He hasn't really played. Um, and then Kareev, we don't really know how he is at DPS currently. He was, I believe he was at DPS before, but... Yeah, but like, it's been a while. Yeah. I don't know. And KSF has only played 28 minutes, which is, that's good. Because that really tells you a lot. Play, play more idiots. I'm sorry, I got angry there. It's okay that you got angry. Um, yeah, I think... I think um, the Houston Valiant game will likely be close. The Philly yeah. Valiant game might be close, but I could also just see it being a Philly sweep. The thing is, Jane was kind of right when he said Philly sucks at goats, but Philly makes up for it and just being good in general. <clears throat> yeah. Because they're just skilled in general, so they may not be great at goats, but they can force a win by just being good in general. Mm-hmm. So there's a possibility that Valiant goes winless in stage one. Yeah. Which, let me quickly check the Washington Justice. What games do they have left? They face the Washington S- Justice aren't going to win a game. They face Seoul, Paris, and Florida. Maybe, Maybe Florida. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, yeah. Did the Valiant lose to Florida? Or have they played them yet? I don't think so. Uh, need like 30 seconds to click around this website. Valiant has played Hangzhou, New York, Toronto, Vancouver, Guangzhou. Here's the thing they also had a tough stage, I think. Hangzhou, Vancouver, Toronto, Guangzhou. Yeah. They face New York and Vancouver. We were just talking about how Toronto's proven themselves. Hangzhou was very strong off the bat, and Guangzhou has proven to be kind of a an underrated team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, kind but of. But still, tough like they were, 
this isn't where they were projected to be. Like, they were projected to be among those teams. Yeah. Not the worst one in the league. Yeah. Like, I understand the Vancouver and New York loss, but you kind of squeaked out the Guangzhou one. Yeah. They did go to five or maps. The Toronto but... one or the... Yeah. Valiant just, just seemed to be lost. Yeah. And who's going to find them? I don't know. Maybe Baptiste, Baptist. Most people are pronouncing it Baptiste, but then Jeff pronounced him Batiste. Yeah. It's like, but then how do I plural Batiste? Batiste. Batiste. Why you have to plural it? If oh, I'm Batiste. saying Batiste's gun. Hey, can you watch out for Batiste's immortality field? Why don't we just call him Baptizer? Because he baptizes you in immortality. Are people just going to call... Here's the thing. You can't even just call him BAP because the apparently the P is silent. Batiste. So it would just be BAP. So you Batiste. just go Batiste. I'm just going to call him Batiste. Like Batista, Dave Batista. Yeah. I'll just call him like, Batiste. Groot? No, not Groot. Drax. <laughs> yeah, Drax. Groot's uh, Vin Diesel. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. It's Vin Diesel? Yeah. yeah. Rocket Raccoon is Bradlam Cooped. <laughs> What a fucking weird career Vin Diesel has, huh? He's a weird guy. Uh, yeah, I, I feel we so bad for Valiant. We should watch his Facebook Lives. No, never. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm doing a live. Hey, guys, I'm doing a live. Oh, what were you saying? And then he puts his phone in his pocket. How can you forget that quick that you're live streaming? <laughs> hey, guys, I'm live streaming. Like... What'd you say? Oopsies. Immediately puts it in his pocket. And then pulls it out. You guys have been on this whole time. They know that they've been on this whole time, Vin Diesel. That's why they're watching. That's why you've gained more viewers, because the fact that they are in your pocket is more interesting than... 14,000 stay-at-home moms are watching you right now. Yeah. Anyway, Valiant... Uh, yeah, you can go do that. You uh... Mute yourself so that we don't hear that disgust. Um, yeah, Valiant, it sucks. I feel bad for them. But, like, I feel bad for them, but it gets to a point where it's like, something has to be going on that makes it kind of like your own fault. Cause so there's some sort of management or coaching or, you know, because it hasn't seemed like everything's being pinned on one player. Um, don't. Why? Disgusting. For, the, for you audio listeners, you are lucky. <laughs> anyway. Watch the video. Um, yeah, I I feel bad for the valley. My snot was as clean as the River Nile. Oh, never again. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna talk about my next team. Uh, Who are they, Adam? You're gonna make... are they a team that you're gonna fanboy over? Oh yeah, baby. Are they a team that has a player that you like a lot? Yeah, baby, multiple actually. Are they a team that chiropractors hate because of their posture? One of them. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be talking a little bit about the Atlanta rain. Um, Atlanta, uh, I was hyping up a little bit before the season. I was like, I think they're going to be better than people think they're going to be. And you told me, Adam. No, we had we ranked them the same. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, uh, there were people on Reddit telling me that DeFran wasn't even going to get playtime. Yeah. Because he's just a meme, and I'm like, are you dumb in the brain? 
And here's the thing. I thought maybe it was just going to be one person telling me this and they were just uninformed. I had like 14 people tell me that. Yeah. It's like people act like he's not actually amazing at the game. It's like, ex- like even it's like when ex- the game sense, he's it's amazing. Like, it's like, Agreed. It's like when XQC goes to the World Cup and everyone's like, why is XQC there? He's just a streamer. He's not that good. And it's like, no, he is good. It's just he's also loud. <laughs> right? Yeah. He likes for- to yell on his stream. Yeah. So I think people really underestimated Defran. And then I also think people were so preoccupied with focusing on Defran that they didn't realize <laughs> that the other components of the team are very good. I know Sideshow, when he did his power rankings, his main focus for putting them lower was because of communication which clearly doesn't seem to be an issue Um, yeah and they've gotten better as the weeks have gone on yeah um apparently they just stick to keywords uh Mm -hmm. in an interview defran was asked what his what the weirdest keyword is and he just said spicy and then laughed Mm -hmm. (laughs) so but uh they clearly have some sort of communication thing going on they just always look like they're having so much fun Mm mm-hmm like if you want to go back to soul for a little bit uh this is what they don't look like yes it looks like fissures there and after the game he yells at everyone and says you guys were bad i'm too good for you guys yeah that's what soul looks like yeah fissure if you'd like to come on the podcast and talk about it i would appreciate it (laughs) they are polar opposite teams because uh i know in the first week um, I was afraid, and I know a lot of other people were afraid that this was just going to turn into Defran team. Mm-hmm. And it's like this is the Defran team, and no, none of the other players are ever going to get any spotlight. No, they're never going to be talked about. Everyone's just going to be like Defran. And if they ever don't play Defran for a map, everyone's going to bail and not like the team anymore. Yeah. Uh, but then this week, uh, especially kind of last week a little bit as well, but this week specifically, they kind of distanced themselves from that idea um because not only did massa win player the match because massa is crazy he's crazy boy but also they pulled defran for anubis and uh i tweeted about this i forget whether it was on my account or the broverwatch account it was on yours i think Uh, uh but i tweeted about how it was very encouraging to see him get pulled for a map and then Atlanta still win the map and do really well without DeFran because it shows that they are a team and they don't need him. Obviously, he's a key member of the team, but they don't need him to succeed. Um, but also, it was cool to see the chat freak out as soon as he was subbed out. And go, no Defran, no win, and freak out, and just spam no, 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 for the first five minutes, maybe. And then it was just people cheering for their team. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe yeah. it's because those people left, I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. But uh, I think that was a good call. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they've been doing very well. They have only one loss. It was against Philly, and that was a close game. And their only games left are against Gladiators, who have been not green. Uh, Chengdu, which are uh, mid-to-bottom-tier team. And then Houston, who are also mid-to-bottom-tier, as much as I hate to say it. Um, so honestly, if I was to make a predicky, 
It would be that they win the last three games and they stay in their number three spot. Unless, actually, no, they'd stay in their number three spot because San Francisco's mm-hmm. lost two games already. So, yeah. Yeah, unless uh, Vancouver or New York lose. Yeah. Which I don't really see Vancouver losing. Where, what are um, Vancouver's games? Let's check this. They've got a Chengdu game, pace Paris. Chengdu, Paris, and Guangzhou. Mm, yeah, I, I see them winning all three. And then New York. New York will have a... They, they have kind of a tough week, right, if I remember this correctly. It's Their they, only they game left is game. the Shock. Oh, right, yeah. So, I mean... I'm going to say that's about a 70-30 for New York. Yeah. They're going to win. Although I have some confidence in San Francisco because Super was streaming with Dante and they were doing a VOD review of the New York versus Houston game. And Super was getting really mad (laughs) at Dante being like, why are you so scared of this team? (laughs) And that makes me hope that the Shock are not scared of New York. Because I think Here's that a lot of New York losses are just because people are like, oh, we're facing New York. Yeah. Here's the thing. Super can't be, Super can't be doing what he's been doing for the last couple of weeks against New York, though. No, it's been Losing working shatter. against the other teams. <laughs> yeah, he's hitting shatters right into their other Rhine's, uh shields. He's kind of just charging in. Um, and he dies. Now here's the thing: I love Super. He's on my team. I have to. Well, I don't have to love because that's you don't have to love anyone. No one cares what team I like, but I like him because he's on the shock. I know that they can maybe pull out a fifth map win on this, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I want. Okay. Yeah. No one tell me otherwise. I don't know what you would tell me, but don't. Now. Ow. Um, his stats in the overall league. Is this super? Yeah. So we'll get back to talking about Atlanta in a second, but uh, aren't the greatest? Twenty sixth in damage. Eighteenth. That's actually in... for Ryan. That's really good. Yeah, ninety ninth in deaths. That's the bad part. Yeah. Uh, Better than Fissure though. Si- oh yeah. Better than Fissure. 68th in eliminations and 18th in final blows. But um, here's the thing. You and I watched a game with Super. I think it was against... Who was it against? Uh, Hangzhou? Hangzhou. Uh, no, we watched against the Titans, I think. Oh, yeah, I think, I think that's wrong. And we were watching and we were like, oh, boy. he's j- All he's doing is shattering into shields, charging in and dying. Um, but then this past week against Washington and Hangzhou, mm-hmm. um, his damage was through the roof and like, yeah. he was doing really well, but, uh, Vancouver and New York are more like than Vancouver or than New York and Hangzhou are like, or New York and Washington. Are. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, he can have some patience, although maybe New York needs, someone to push up against them because nobody really does. Everyone kind of just falls over and dies to them. See. So we'll I see. I mean, we'll see this week. Um, but I'm worried. 
I, I thought they were going to do their rotation so they could specialize Smurf and Super on different maps, but doesn't seem like they want to do that. I haven't seen Smurf in a while. It was working the first couple of weeks. Hopefully they, they pull something ahead because I, I want Shock <clears throat> to do well as much as I hate you. I'm joking. As much as I, I was going to, what I meant to say was as much as I don't well, you want you, you to be to happy. Well, you, you said what you meant to say. No. We'll talk after the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, wow. No, we won't. Uh, anyway, back to Atlanta. I think that they're going to win their last three games if I had to make a prediction. Um, and I think that they're doing very well. I'm pretty sure their stage two is significantly tougher. Actually, Wow, actually, it's. I'd say it's almost easier. <laughs> oh wait, no, they face they face New York, twice. What? Oh yeah, some people face. Yeah, they face twice. New York twice in stage two, so that's no good. Other than that, though. Uh, they also play London, who's a can be a really good team sometimes. Yeah. London maybe Boston is a soft maybe. <clears throat> And then Valiant, Washington, Guangzhou's a maybe. And the thing with looking ahead is we don't know. Yeah, Meta will really we don't know where the metal will be. But uh, hopefully they play on the newest patch because that'd be more fun than uh, not. <laughs> good call. Um, but yeah, I think I think Atlanta's in a good spot. I'm really happy that they're doing well because they're doing well while having fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Massa said in a an interview this week that. If we don't know what we're doing, there's no way the other team can know what we're doing. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I also like that they admitted to using a Reddit play yeah, in an I, Overwatch League game. It's funny because like DeFran's play was on like ESPN and stuff like that, <clears throat> and like he's getting so much coverage for this play. And then everyone's mm-hmm. like, I wonder if the guy who posted that on Reddit's really upset <laughs> that his play DeFran's getting all the credit. Anyway. Um, so looking at the current, um, standings, uh, New York, I think is, they've already clinched the stage playoff spot and, I think so. and, uh, loss and the Valiant can't get it. Um, nice. Uh, Vancouver, just my Magnum condoms for my monster talent. Vancouver, Atlanta, San Fran, and probably Guangzhou. I don't really see a, any scenario where they miss stage well, playoffs. Maybe Guangzhou in Philly. I'd be... Yeah, well, San Fran has two pretty tough games this week. That's the thing. They oh. have uh, New York and Paris, so if Paris plays well, it could be kind of a That's yikes. That is true. Um, and then, uh, I actually, that's their last two games, so they just need to close out this week and hopefully do well. Um, Guangzhou, I think, is actually kind of a lock yeah. to get in. Philly probably as well. Yeah. And then Defiant and Spitfire, I could see them both dropping out, but uh, I think I think they have a I don't think... chance of staying in. I don't have a lot of faith in Paris right now because they've only played one game a week uh, for this entire stage, and they're yeah. playing their first two games a week against the Shock and I keep forgetting shit. I'm so old. The Shock in Vancouver. 
two games that are very easy to lose, mm-hmm. especially the Vancouver one. Yeah. So they've got to not play how they played against Atlanta. Yeah, because how they played against Atlanta was not good. It was now, all bad. Granted, Atlanta did play well. A lot of key boops, a lot of uh, good disruption that they had, and a lot of crazy strats. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was just kind of a yikes. It was a big old, big old yikes. Um, yeah, and then honestly, there's no real way to predict predict what's going to happen in stage two. We have no idea. I hope the meta shifts. I hope mm-hmm. it doesn't like flop over and like there's zero goats. Because here's the thing: I do enjoy watching goats. I just don't like enjoy. I don't enjoy watching only goats. Um, so yeah. I, I just want to see some DPS. Because, uh, you know... I'm talking about another Reddit post. But you know that that bird in Angry Birds where you shoot him and then you tap again and he what flips the around? Fuck? The green one. Big beak. Sure. So someone put text over the bird soaring and it was um, team playing DPS... And then it showed it once you tap again and it swings around and it was going back to spawn to switch to goats, which has been almost every game. Who's letting 12-year-olds create memes? Anyway, everybody, thank you for watching this episode of the Watch Podcast. We hope you enjoyed your stay. Uh, be sure to check out our website at theburgerwatch.com. Yeah, come again if you want, if you can. Let's go again. We go again, boys. Uh okay. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, I'm a dumb cook and follow Calder on Twitter at Calder underscore 100. Uh, all of our other social links are in the description and on our website, so be sure to check those out. We'll see you next week. We hope you had a, go- a good one. Bye. Bye.